Austin Found is sponsored by the LBJ Presidential Library on the UT campus. As you think about presidential politics these days, learn about our 36th president, Lyndon Johnson, and his wife, Lady Bird Johnson. Go to lbjlibrary.org. Literally an institution in this town of digging up old photos, old stories, collections, everything you can imagine under the sun about this great city. Greasy spoons, dives, old clubs. If you love this city, you're going to love it even more. Real people, real stories, real places. This is the Austin Found Podcast. Welcome back to the Austin Found Podcast. I'm J.B. Hager, and Michael Barnes joins us here to, uh, you know, it's not always going to be great news in our, in our history. There's dark chapters. This is one of them. Yes, it uh, So is. brace yourself. In the 60s, I can't imagine what this was, would be like to, it was 1961, in fact, to go outside, maybe go down to Town Lake, like we all love to do, and see thousands of fish floating belly up <laughs> that happened yes and it was a dark moment in austin yeah it was a spectacular fish kill along the colorado river which um is almost completely forgotten in in shared memory of austin i don't know why but uh in 61 uh dead fish started turning up around the longhorn dam which was brand new and as you know the the dam was built to create Town Lake, which became Lady Bird Lake, which was, which was actually there to cool the um, Holly Street Power Plant, which was new. Uh, it wasn't there for recreational purposes. Oh, wow. Now, I knew we, in flood control is always a part little of bit, it. But, but although yeah. it's, it's, it's a pass-through dam, it doesn't have a true reservoir. It's, it's constantly flowing. They found some fish dead, and then they found more downstream, and then further downstream, and Bastrop. Then Lagrange. It was literally day after day, day from of, from a Sunday to then Monday. It's farther. And, and, Tuesday it's farther. Wednesday farther and, downstream. And when they would go in the water, they would find no fish except dead fish. Wow! And as a, uh, an extreme measure to protect Matagorda Bay down at the mouth, they closed off the the gateways to the uh, intracoastal canal down there to keep the poison from going into the bay and killing off the shrimp well, and oyster. And, but at this point, they, they don't know what's caused this. No, they don't. Yeah, because it happens so fast. But the Fish and Game Commission uh, sent investigators, and it was not hard to find the, the culprit because the particular kind of poison had uh, an odor. And so they could follow it up the sewer system and with the help of Austin uh, Water Department, and sewage department. And so they went to a plant in East Austin that made insect powder or insecticide for cotton fields. And it was one of many dirty industries, especially in East Austin, which has been a subject of environmental justice issues for a long time, uh, along the railroad tracks. And when interviewed, the employee said, yeah, we, we dump the stuff in the sewers all the time. Oh, my. It's I know. just hard to fathom. Well, it was just before the environmental movement. People just thought it just went away. It's true. In the 70s, my dad would just tell me to go pour the motor oil out in the woods. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, it, like that was, <laughs> well, we still think that way in yeah, certain things, yeah. you know. Uh, but the reason that I uh, know about this is uh, a year ago, almost exactly, we were at the beach, our two-week reading at the, at the Gulf Coast, 
Uh, and uh, Kip goes, Michael, have you read this section of Rachel Carson's Silent Does Spring? Does he really sound like that? No, not at all. He has a very deep <laughs> voice. He said, Michael, have you? <laughs> yeah. He says, have you read this section? I said, I haven't read Silent Spring since high school. You know, I probably just scanned it for a test. And there's three or four pages on this fish kill that started in Austin. And it's beautifully written by Rachel Carson, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, like a murder mystery. And But she doesn't name the culprit. Mm. And I go, something's up, my reporter's instincts. And indeed, and it was called ACOC Laboratories. And her publishers probably were trying to avoid some kind of libel. Because uh, the company still exists? No, the company's gone. Okay. But it still existed at the time. Yeah, yeah. It got a minor fine. You know, back then it was like we, we were a low regulatory state. Got some, you know, a few hundred dollar kind of fine. But the owner of a fish camp downstream sued them for taking away his business. Mm. And the jury decided, well, we don't know if the poison that was put in on this particular day went down and caused this particular kill. And so basically in the only legal action following the kill, ACOC won. So wasn't um, wasn't part of that defense that hey we're not the only one exactly okay. the, there were, there were plenty of people pouring stuff yeah. in into the drains and in the creeks and the dumps of East Austin also South Austin West Austin North Austin we have lots of brown fields that people just have decided not to investigate there's a particular building in West Austin right off of West Fifth Street that is a beautiful brick building that everybody loves. And everybody goes, why hasn't that been turned into like an arts facility or a, a farmer's market or something? Mm-hmm. It has such character. It's like, well, because it's totally poisoned. It's, wow. It was for a long time uh, uh, the site of an industry that, that just just had everything about it was was poisonous. So. We'll, we'll come back to poisonous ground in, mm-hmm. in East Austin, but I can't help but wonder – is this incident a big part of the reason we're not allowed to swim in Town Lake? No, um, there are several reasons that people get authorities give for not swimming in Town Lake. I don't buy all of them, but um, uh, one of them is that the floods wash down trees and branches and stuff, and it, it, it's shallow enough that those might snare you mm-hmm. and. That's probably true, but you know we have swimming races on it. You know? Right, <laughs> so, they do. They do a triathlon they, twice a year. Right, right. Um, the the other thing is, is it, it was the affluent uh, coming from fertilizers on lawns that mm. was poisoning the 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 lake for a long time. Yeah, it's not until very very recent times that we're much more conscious of how we fertilize. Oh right? yeah. Oh, absolutely, and and. You know, the answer, and, and, and you have to look back. I try to always look back in the mindset of the day before I judge, and then I judge. Uh, no, <laughs> but you look back and you go, well, chemicals were, were like miracles. You know, they were like, we've been fighting these these bull weevils forever mm-hmm. in the cotton, or we've been trying to get our, uh, you know, San Augustine grass to grow in places it probably shouldn't. Forever, and so all of a sudden you've got chemicals that can make it happen. Bring it on! Mm-hmm. That's yeah. they they didn't think twice about well, think it. Think about long term effects. Yeah, now, and how it would get into the water supply and all that kind of thing. This building where ACOC Technologies is that, 
Mm-hmm. It still, yeah. it still exists it still on exists. East yeah. 5th, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, if they're going outside the facility and washing stuff down the sewer drains, what is that ground still incredibly toxic? Actually not. And um, when this story came up, I had the very good luck of uh, contacting the current owner. And he makes a uh, a business out of investing in old industrial lots and turning them into other things. They had done a minimal environmental survey when he bought it because that's required. But he went ahead and paid for extra um, drilling into the soil, soil samples, and it, uh, apparently it's, it's safe. And uh, we were concerned. I mean, mm-hmm. it is just a few yards away from where people live on the other side of 5th, East 5th. So, of course, we were concerned about the neighbors, but he pretty convincingly provided the evidence that, that it has been cleared. Austin Found is brought to you by the LBJ Presidential Library. More info at lbjlibrary.org. It's just an interesting to think about when you when, with this uh, incredible movement into East Austin. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can just look from I-35 today. You can mm-hmm. look east between uh, what 3rd and 4th Street, mm-hmm. and it's just buildings mm-hmm. like going up like crazy. You don't think about what might have been on well, that and soil. they should. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, everybody should. I mean, yeah. anywhere where there is a railroad, there's a brownfield. You know, there's mm-hmm. going to be – and a brownfield is a, a poisoned place, you know, poisoned usually by industry. Uh, we don't have any Superfund sites in Austin. And of course, back in the 60s when this ACOC fish kill happened, there wasn't even any regulations whatsoever about that kind of thing. And people didn't think about the land all around it being poisoned. But yeah, the so much of the new density in town is going up in places that were zoned light industrial and a lot of the times, the answer is leave it in place, but then future generations don't know it's there. Because if you disturb the land or disturb the building, kind of like when you when you have asbestos, you know, you're not supposed to just tear right, it apart, right. you know, there's because it'll get in the air. So there, there, there is a concern. You should be concerned. But a lot of times, the, the answer is leave it in the ground. Wow. And then... I don't want to scare anyone if mm-hmm. your place of choice to hang out is Mabel Davis Park. <laughs> <laughs> but even in fairly recently, there, mm. there's there been some issues, and it all relates back to ACOC, ACOC right? <laughs> well, when they were uh, digging Mabel Davis Pool, and, uh, and that whole area was a former informal dump, and we had about a dozen of them in town. That people just went, they started dumping things there, just kept dumping and dumping and dumping. And then there, there's one out in Montopolis that they've been trying to remediate for decades. It's that bad. And it's right above the Colorado River, so it could do danger. But anyway, they, there was a fish kill down there in a pond near Mabel Davis. And they went, well, what's going on here? And they found bags of acock insect powder. Wow. And it just got hauled off to the dump. It did just hold it off to the dump. And and ACOC moved to Houston in the 70s, which was and still is to a certain extent a much more welcoming place to polluting industries. But yeah, drive through Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. And sad. And but, sad. But there's nothing to fear with what's going on in that park in that area. Oh, I don't think so. No, no, no. I think they took care of it. 
And as the the specialist said at the time, if it's if there's more there, just leave it there. Don't try to dig it up. All cities are built on dumps. You know? Right. This building that we're in now is a landfill. It used to be a dredging pit. We're on top of a landfill. Uh, and I think we're going to get to a lot of that, uh, the North versus South Austin in mm-hmm. future episodes. Sure. Because it was, oh, we'll live on the North, dump it on the South. Yeah. Well, there's right? that. Or the East. Yeah. And, and you know, people just, Woldridge Square Park, right next to the, the uh, county courthouse, beautiful little bowl-shaped park there that you don't notice as you go by because yeah. it's just a sweet little park. Yeah. Dump. Really? <laughs> it was an informal dump for a longest time. And the water would drain into the Little Shoal Creek, which would drain into Shoal Creek. Now, do you know where Little Shoal Creek is? No. Because you can't see it anymore. Nueces Street is built on top of it. Ah. Little Shoal Creek starts up at um, where Lazy Me used to be on 24th Street, West 24th Street. And it was a creek that went all the way down and came into Shoal Creek down there by the Sea Home Project. You can still see the the tunnels. And they just kept building bridges over it and sections covering it. And now it's, it's just completely covered. Wow. <laughs> uh, one last thing here, because I, I think, you know, a lot of Texans love the outdoors. They mm-hmm. love hunting, fishing. This fish kill from 1961, has it affected the fish population today? Like what, what species well, exist in the Colorado? That's a good question. I don't know about the species, but I do know that the federal government Thank you, LBJ. Built a fishery down there at Festival Beach and restocked the river. And there, there was a conscious effort. And they must be, have been successful because the fishery is gone. <laughs> they don't need it anymore. Uh, it's a healthy river. And one of the things that, that we have are floods. And floods come in and you know wash everything out. And in fact, going back just for a second to that, that fish kill, they think the proximate action that caused the fish kill was the city flushing out the sewer lines. I think uh, we should definitely promote this episode the day before the triathlon <laughs> <laughs> next year, just to just to make people think hey, a little bit in the I back in of their water? head. I don't know. Hey, hey, th- all these stories are a collection of uh, uh, Michael's Austin Found column in the American Statesman and one of his three volumes of books, Indelible Austin, which I highly recommend you pick up. And this story in particular is in volume three, which just came out and is at Book People and wherever you buy books and online as well. And and you can also subscribe to Think Texas. Think comma Texas like a place name. And it's a free weekly digital newsletter about Texas history. And there's a lot of Austin history thrown in. And it is using the power of all of our newspapers in the state in our chain, the Gannett chain, and also distributing out to them. So the column for it is printed in a lot of papers around the state. But you can get a free digital subscription at the Statesman subscription page. And we thank you for tuning in to Austin Found. If you enjoy this podcast and your Austin friends want to know more about this great city and kind of how we got here, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Oh, there's ugly. (laughs) And just pass it on to them. Let them know you're enjoying Austin Found. And you can subscribe wherever you get your subscriptions, iTunes, Google Play, all of those places. And tips welcome. Your family stories Historical tips are always welcome. We'd love your feedback as well. You can email Michael at mbarnes at statesman.com. And you can hit me up, jhager, H-A-G-E-R, at statesman.com.